Hey everybody, Frank here. Before we get too far, I just wanted to step in and let you know a few things. First of all, the audio in this recording is not our best. Uh, we are still doing the at-home thing, and we actually have a guest on in this one, and the mic quality is not necessarily what we would want. Uh, we are going to continue to record from home until COVID is on the very downslope. We have uh, some high-risk folks in our group with you know newborns, and, and one's pregnant, and so... It's best that we all record from home, and we really appreciate your guys' patience with that. We have this wonderful studio with great mics sitting in uh, my house, and uh, <laughs> where everybody's using, you know, Yetis and and, and less than than uh, great quality mics. So we really appreciate the help. Uh, also, we wanted to give a shout out to a brand new patron, Bearded Buddha. Great name, love that choice of name. Um, thank you so much for your your patronage. We truly appreciate that. Uh, another thing, we revamped that website. We mentioned it last week. We just want to throw it out there again. Uh, the website's totally changed and brand new and fancy. I I've heard news that it's, you know, the best in town that, you know, Google watch out, stuff like that. You guys might want to give it a look. Uh, we're going to be start, we're going to start posting on that and our social media is much more. Now, uh, we had a bit of a two week craziness schedule wise, uh, but we're starting to get back to the normal schedule this week. So look to social media. We're going to start putting out who would win in the fights and the pick threes and a little bit more engagement on social media and start livening that thing up, try to create more conversation. Um, and yeah, any kind of feedback you guys want to give us, we greatly appreciate. We always try to highlight any of the reviews that we get. Uh, and we love those. And we just really want to say above all, Thank you so much for listening. The numbers have proven that you guys are here strong and uh, growing audience. And that's just, that makes us feel so wonderful. So super thanks for listening. And we really hope you guys enjoy the show and uh, let us know what you guys think afterwards. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and I promise to get better at Facebook <laughs> and we'll see you guys around. Hey all, and welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank and today we're with Squeaks and Sammy. What's up everybody? All right, guys, uh, we're going to start things off by talking about our poll. Uh, we had a poll out. We put it like a week. Yeah, a week ago uh, to see whether we should start with a PS5 or an Xbox uh, this holiday season. And the results are in with 183 votes. PS5 won out 62.3 to 37.8. Squeaks is obviously Sounds happy. about right. Sounds about right. So this is going to be the first <laughs> time in a very, very, very long time I'm going to even care about PlayStation. Uh, and I'm going to go buy one day one. <laughs> what kind of exclusive should I be excited about, Squeaks? What, what, why should I be buying my PlayStation? Uh, um, what are they? I'm trying to answer think. Like, Ratchet, this. Clank, Ratchet playing Spider-Man. Uh, what else was announced? The Horizon 2. Um, you should probably play 1 before you start 2. Uh, uh, now you're thinking me. Uh, that's the 3 that I can top on top of my head right now from the last event. Um, yeah, that's the 3 I can only think of as right now. Okay. Yeah, Miles Morales. You haven't played whatever's coming back out to the top 100 games. So if you could go back and play Spider-Man or Ghost of Tsushima or Last of Us, that'd be nice. Since might as well start with PS5. Ghost of Tsushima. Now, did you play that at all? I know we have. No, I have not yet. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still playing other games right now, and yeah. I'm getting to the point where I need to just stop buying anything until I beat these certain games. Squeaks is playing, or Squeaks. Daniel's playing it for us for the review, and so far he's disliking it so much that he can't even finish it. No way. Yeah, he says it's beautiful, but yeah. the story's terrible. Also like that. Uh, no way. Well, it's coming from Daniel, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. I actually had somebody that was messaging us like, oh, God, what, what were they complaining about? Oh, something about like one of your guys' reviews. He was joking around about it, but he was basically saying like, I can't believe your guys, your guy hates Mixer so much and he hasn't even tried it before. And uh, I was like, I'm pretty sure it's a Daniel review. He hates everything. <laughs> and so it makes the uh, reviews a little bit tricky. 
Yeah, I don't think I've never even been on Mixer to even have an opinion on it, so it must be same. Daniel. Yeah, I, I went on Mixer when it got closed to look at what's going on, so that's not a very good test. Um, okay, so yeah, so we're go- we're headed to PlayStation Five first, uh, and then let's talk about Audible real quick. We're gonna try to be- make this a short and sweet ad real quick, um, guys. Check out Audible.com. If you go to AudibleTrial.com/backslash/geekfreaks, you start your trial for uh, an Audible book. And then after that, it's $15 a month and you guys get one Audible, you get one book and two Audible originals every month. And even if you don't use your credit on a book, you can save it for the next month so you can get two books when something really cool comes out. Uh, currently, we are listening to Shadows Rising by Madeline Rowe. How are you liking Shadows Rising so far? Uh, I'm liking it. I'm actually liking it quite a bit. I'm on chapter 20, I believe. Whoa, damn. And, I thought uh, I caught up to you. Yeah, no, flying through it. And... Uh, um. It is very political, which is cool yeah. because I know we talked about that before that it was going to be more like that. There's not like so much action yeah. involved in the book, but um, I'm liking. It's a little too detailed sometimes at some okay. points. Yeah, uh, with some shit like I don't care about. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, it's a lot heavy. This is so far now. I'm not finished with it, but it's a lot he- more heavy on the horde side and Princess Talanchi than mm-hmm. it is with the alliance, which I'm fine with because I'm all about the horde. But yeah. at the same time, it's kind of like, okay, well, what's going on over here now? You yeah, know? yeah. Um, and I think I'm starting to get that because I'm at a point where Jaina's more involved. Oh, um, yeah. I don't want to spoil it anymore. I got her, she I got her first chapter and it was just like, ooh, okay. I'm excited for this. this okay, cool. yeah. Um, so it gets me my prediction, which I – this is uh, coming from me first. Like when we were talking about when we were playing WoW one day, if Princess Talanji is going to fucking – Kind of semi betray the horde or get nervous, so nervous about her alliance with the horde that she's just gonna flip on him. And I still think that's gonna happen. There's no way that's gonna happen. I'm I'm saying it right here first. All right, well, you're ahead <laughs> of me, so maybe you know more information than I do. There's no way Talanji betrays us. Okay. We are Zandalari. Okay. I mean, there's no way. There's no way. Okay, nah, we'll dethrone right. that bitch before that happens. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have we'll have uh, uh, Zakan actually like lightning her to death. <laughs> I, and but Zomdi knows it's best that she stays with the horde. He's actually telling Zakan that, like, hey, you need to make sure she stays with the horde. So that means like that she, when Zomdi knows that it's important for the future to, of like, Shadowlands. I don't know. What's all right. You're ahead of me, so you know information. I don't know. That's a, that's unfair advantage there. Uh, all right. Let's go ahead and start talking about this Xbox event that happened. A uh, pretty massive event. We had some more gameplay footage, uh, some more announcements. Uh, we have to talk about Halo Infinite first. Now, I want to go on to a big old rant about how awesome Halo is. I'm a big Xbox fan, of course. Uh, but let's start with you guys. I know you guys have some opinions on this. Uh, Sammy, why don't you go first, man? Tell us what you think about Halo Infinite. Uh, so I ended up re-watching the, rewatched it in 4K, 60 frames per second. Um, because at first people were saying, oh, the graphics look terrible. Yeah. Um, I don't know why what's xbox doing um so that live stream i didn't really get that from the initial because i think um on twitch it's only 1080 30 frames per second so to me i mean i wasn't too worried about the graphics but then i went back and watched it on the 4k 60 frames per second and i i think it looks really good i mean i i mean it's not mind-blowing it's not like the most amazing graphics you'll see but to me it's still really good graphics um gameplay wise it looked really well i mean it's it's Halo. Right. It's, uh, I don't know. One thing they added to it is the grapple. Um, Excited for that. Yeah, I think in single player, it's going to be dope. I just, mm-hmm. 
I don't know how on um, multiplayer because for me, Halo is all about levels yes. and being able to use the grapple during multiplayer. Uh, I don't know. I just I liked jumping down and being at the top of if I'm up top shooting, I have the advantage where I don't want all of a sudden somebody could just use a grapple and they're right next to me. You know, that's not true Halo feel multiplayer, you know? Yeah, I can um, see that. I can see that. But I mean, it was wasn't the greatest presentation for Halo to me either, mm-hmm. though. Like, I mean, it was just really basic, like stuff we've seen before. Oh, um, we so, have different opinions. <laughs> like the Warthog going off a ramp. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm super excited for it. Uh, like, I liked, I it did like the open world aspect of it, being able That's to basic. choose which way I want to take a mission mm-hmm. or which mission I want to go to. So I'm, I'm still hyped for it. I'm looking forward to it. What do you think, Squeaks? All right, so I'm super excited about uh, this Halo coming up. I mean, I have a love-hate for Halo. Uh, going back to way back in the days where I used to have all the games, I used to have the toys and the books, and I'd display them all together. Um, but when I watched this, uh, I felt, okay, this is Halo. Like, I have... The only thing that we saw that was new was open world and the grappling. And to me, honestly, the grappling <laughs> felt cheap, generic. Um, oh you're, my you're God. Driving- <laughs> you guys yeah, are so I'm, wrong. I'm, no, <laughs> Not at all. Okay, check it out. Yeah. For you to grapple this massive ass bomb explosion thing and then throw it, you're like, okay, this looks corny and cheesy as fuck. You know, it looks like a like yeah, it looked horrible. Oh um, God. if you could grapple to like get to a different location, that's fine. Okay. Um, the open world to me felt like what they did with Gears of War Five, where you're gonna get a little open world and then you'll probably jump into um, a main storyline and it'll be straight through like a typical Halo. Um, so I'm not a big fan of the open world because I feel like it's just a copycat of uh, uh, Gears Five. You, you uh, didn't you didn't like it in Gears Five? I I really enjoyed it on Gears Five. So I, I think, think it's it was just there for me. Uh, um, you could do like a just tacked missions. on. Yeah, like you could do a couple of them, and then you're like, all right, well I'm gonna just go to the main story. Like uh, maybe it wasn't as a warning, rewarding for me to veer off to, uh, to different. What 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 know, difficulty did you play it on though? Because I oh felt like God. it was super challenging, though, like those side missions in Gears, to be honest. Like some of them you had to – it was strategic. But what was the reward for you? Like was it really that much of a difference? To me, I just felt like I'm veering off to nothingness. I, I mean you got to – either you got certain guns out of it or you got to – you got something out of it. I felt like I got rewarded by beating this certain part, to be honest. I don't know. To me, there wasn't um, – if you were to create like a – like a talent tree or some like XP for your character um, in a game mode like that, that'd be more rewarding. Kind of like, okay, so I don't want to veer off the wild board like Skyrim or something, you know? Yeah. Like I felt like, okay, I'm doing these side missions to make myself stronger. But yeah, yours but, is just there. But you're comparing like an RPG, which is like quest-based leveling up. I mean, that's to... what this open world felt like though. It felt it like did... I'm just doing these little tiny quests for nothing. Oh, really? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Because now, now you're just an RPG is huge. Where, I mean, this isn't supposed to be that that big, you know? Yeah. All right. So you guys are both wrong. Here it is. Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. But that. Okay. So whatever. Um, we saw new guns. Okay. That. I mean, there's new guns. Um, yeah. With everything. But when I watched that gameplay, it felt boring. 
Holy like cow. if it was quiet, Why? it was how did we watch dude, not how did we watch the same is, trailer? That makes no sense to me. This guy was playing on easy mode, okay, if anything. Because it was like, okay, I'm gonna throw this canister at the turn. I get I while I'm fucking getting shot at in a an insane amount, I could jump on the tree the turret, turn around and blow everything up. It literally felt non climatic. Uh, see where to me that's that's Halo. Like that is what, Halo, what, yeah. <laughs> what do you want? You're not playing like, Call of Duty. That's yeah, not, but that, but give me some of that. Why not? Like in the first, uh, um, but uh, I I don't think they want to reveal it though. They don't want to reveal that. They want you to experience it when you're playing it yourself. They don't want to reveal it during a trailer. Well, then you're not going to hook me. Well, you know, if if you're going to hook me with like uh, uh, the first mission on a Halo two, because I just played it. Even though your NPCs do absolutely nothing, I want people fucking dying around me. I want some type of fight going on. To me. I don't know. This was not the one to pull me in for so, sure. Okay, okay, okay. Let me go here real quick. Um, <laughs> first of all, yes, they're probably showing like normal gameplay, normal mode, because legendary game uh, mode and heroic and all that stuff like that, uh, that's not typical for the average player. So they have to show. And one of the big benefits to Halo is the fact you have the shield. It's the first thing you get every single game is always people testing your shield, make sure it's good. Uh, and then you, you know, you go into God mode. So it did show that you are taking hits and then it's all about getting your objective done whatever little task you're working on, like trying to get into a turret before your shield depletes and then your shield charges up while you're blowing everybody up, right? That's how Halo mm -hmm. works. Yeah. Uh, I thought this trailer was spectacular. It was perfect. It's exactly what I wanted to see. So we have the Far Cryification of Halo now. Uh, that's why it's called Halo Infinite, not Halo 6. We're not going to have a linear story like we would expect. But instead, imagine this is as Far Cry. You get into a world. That's why it's even it's even excellent that this is some grand story where we're chasing down Master Chief or something like that. No, we're crashed on a planet with one guy to help us. And this is exactly like think of Far Cry Five, where you got that one guy in the bunker that's helping you while you go out and capture points. It's the same exact thing. Uh, we're gonna be spreading the map out. We're gonna be going farther. This this formula has worked so well for Ubisoft. It's why they keep reusing it over and over again. Uh, for has has it though? That's where okay. You yes, keep it has. Look at the sales. It is definitely yeah, it for does. Them. But how many people like us are saying Ubisoft sticks with the same pattern and it's boring every time? They, That's what this Halo is telling me right now. We're sticking. We can't praise Halo because it's Halo, but then complain about Ubisoft making the same shit. Well, the difference is Ubisoft has used that pattern over and over again. This is the first time Halo's trying it out. So, and that being said, everybody's excited for Far Cry Six. You know what I'm saying? That got major hype. So where are we at? You know what I'm saying? I, yes, Ubisoft is changing their pattern, but it's it's because they're they're trying something different. And Halo is also trying something different by trying to add some of that pattern in. So you have this contained storyline. We're not going to be dealing with massive... It's all about the banished, and they're stuck on this Halo with us. Uh, we're going to be moving from point A to point B, trying to capture points and moving at our own speed. I love that idea. One of the best things about Halo 3 is the first time that we had a big open map while we're moving from point to point. It was still in your story, but it felt so massive. And that's the best part about Halo is, is this massive ring you're on. Uh, we're, we're getting back to that in a big way. Uh, so you think the open world is going to be more like a Far Cry instead of me where I'm saying it's like Gears 5 where it's just a little portion of open world. I think like, it's straight up Far Cry. Because when they opened the map up, it was Far Cry settings. You had, oh, I have three different points I can go capture. You notice how he's looking at the turrets. He talked to the guy. He said, hey, we need to get these turrets gone. And so he looked at the map, he saw three turns on the map, and then he went to go for one. And then when he's going for one, he's sitting there, like, making his way deeper into where the turret's located so he could shut it down. And then that part's locked down. He would go then go on to the next two turrets. You See, I'm saying? taking it as, like, we're only going to get a portion of open world, and then we're going to do some levels, and then another portion. So, no, I don't, yeah, I, I just, I think it's going to be, because it's called infinite. infinite. It's a whole new thing. 
it's yeah, infinite. I think it's, it's open world. I, it, it's open world. You can pick where you yeah. wanted to go. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, but so can Gears Five. You pick wherever you want to go. And as for the graphics, uh, Xbox actually released a still image showing that the graphics were not that great. Uh, this is an official Xbox release. It's done through Microsoft. Um, the graphics are not that great, and that's because first off, they're not bad. It's just that they're not what you would see from like a Ghost of Tsushima on a PS5 or. Uh, whatever you know the other games that xbox is pushing out there they're like this is the pinnacle of graphics it's not like that uh this they show the graphics because the game is so massive in scale that the graphics take a dip that is just the facts uh when you're playing a game that's that high level you know, say say uh, an mmorpg like world of warcraft in 04 those graphics were not to the quality of uh graphics of the 04 games but because the game's so massive it has to take a different graphics that's that's evident of how big this game is, how it's going to be open world the whole time, because the graphics aren't as perfect as they could be. Uh, they, they look like better Destiny 2 graphics, not necessarily, you know. Um, I, I think this is going to be the best Halo we've had so far. I'm super excited for it. Yeah, um, uh, yeah and what you said about the graphics is 100% true. I go back, there is a thing that you told me, this is how far back it was, Ultimate Alliance 1. Okay. okay. Yeah. I remember sitting yeah. in your house and you're like, okay, the graphics aren't the best because of how big Ultimate Alliance 1 is going to be. Mm-hmm. And forever, that's been stuck in my head. I don't know yeah. why, but I <laughs> always think of that moment when we, when we say something like this. And to me, yeah, the graphics didn't look horrible, but it didn't look like um, Series X. The show-off know, graphics. Being yeah. 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 Uh, I don't think they look horrible, though. They're not terrible. That's the thing is, but, but, but you know, when you're like, I keep using Ghost of Tsushima because they went the other way with it. They were like, Look how amazing the graphics are. We're not going to show you too much gameplay. It was the yeah. other way of going about this. When you know, and and I, it was very fast paced. And again, if you, I keep going back to Far Cry because it reminded me so much of Far Cry. But if you're penetrating one of the fortresses in Far Cry or one of these bases in Far Cry, you're kind of going in different ways with it. You're kind of just trucking along. You're balancing attacks. You're trying to shut down alarms. I can see all those things arising in this in this Halo. And one thing that's nice, they already confirmed that there won't be an Infinite Two. Um, but I think that this lends itself to DLCs and expansions uh, in a way that that makes Halo Infinite last a lot longer than a normal like Halo Five because we're we're past that point now where a game comes out. Think think of Sea of Thieves for for example. Uh, the game comes out, I spend my sixty bucks, and then I'm done. Maybe there's a DLC or season pack that adds a couple more. I think this thing's gonna have some major legs on it. It's gonna last for a long time, and there is no doubt because Halo's always had it. And this one's going to be the best with it. Co-op is going to be awesome on this game. Co-op is going to be amazing. Uh, I did. I read it somewhere. I'm not. I can't remember now where I read it. But they do have a roadmap for Halo, which is that's why they. Okay. They're not going to be pushing um, another Halo right away. You know, like yeah. there's a there's a roadmap for it. So they want it to be a long long term. And I, I, my guess is they will have a battle royale mode. I think so too. I think we're going to be moving to like, like the old school War Song. No, not War Song Gulch. That one Gulch that was like from Red versus Blue. <laughs> I think we're going to uh, be getting yeah. those big battles. You know, I love that. That'd be fun. I, I mean, I still want some of those small what Halo's known for battles as well. Yeah. All right. Uh, any last thoughts on Halo before we move on to the next games on the list? Uh, and then they, they they also did say though that the demo that they showed was only uh, a work in progress build. Yeah, as true. well, and it and it was uh it was running on a PC. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And uh, once it gets past so, work of progress, it'll be. It was it was working on it was running on a PC just as powerful as an Xbox X. So they did come out and say that. So yeah. is, I mean, I don't know why they would show a build that's a work in progress. Who knows how old that build is as well? True. So they, I don't think they, I don't believe they said how old that build is. So I mean, who knows? The graphics still could be pushed forward even from that build, which actually I'll I like where. I'd rather them show me an older build than a build that's so far out that most games end up reducing the graphics in the end. Yeah. Like Spider I mean, Spider Man just had the puddles, which people still made that a huge deal. Oh, there's not as many puddles in Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Or uh what was it? Uh the division. The division had a huge yeah. graphics and then they reduced it down from a trailer to the actual game. We're seeing a reduction so, in cyberpunk as well. There's a reduction in uh, uh, features because they just couldn't do what they, thought, what they said they could do. Yeah, so I, I'd rather have them go the opposite way. Increase the graphics. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, okay, some other games we had. We had State of Decay 3. Squeaks, I know you tried this one out before, right? State of Decay 2. Yeah. Um, did you enjoy State of Decay 2? Are you excited about number 3? Um, I enjoyed it for a little while. Um, I found myself... Uh... The open world concept and the creating like a like a oh, community, okay. kind of like Walking Dead or whatever, was pretty neat. But then it felt like a grind, yeah, and a grind that I was not really into to mm-hmm. continue doing, spending hours in. So I kind of quit playing State of Decay. Um, this trailer, the only thing that we see is like, okay, an animal can get the virus now. The yeah. deer just freaks out, wants to kill yeah. you. And that, I mean, you didn't really do anything. What's what's the deal? I mean, that's the yeah. only thing you showed us. I'm not too, I think it's uh, pretty far off in development. It'll be a while before yeah. the things release. When they show just like purely cinematics, then you know, I think we got a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We have the. So, yeah. Good. Yeah. No, no, just there's really nothing exciting me, exciting yeah. for me here. Uh, we also had the Outer Worlds Peril of Gorgon DLC coming up. Outer Worlds is a fantastic game. If you guys like Fallout, but you kind of wish it was back to the old days when it's a little bit funner. Play Outer Worlds. Uh, Parallel, uh, Parallel of Gorgon, I think, is going to be really fun. And, and apparently it's dre- addressing a lot of the issues that people have with the first one. But even those issues are, are superficial. They're not that bad. Uh, did, you, did you get excited for the trailer? I know the trailer I kind of liked. It. it was that old school yeah. horror type. Um, like like the 50s. Okay, uh, I went from the black and yeah. white to color. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's how the whole game is. The game is like that. It's very mm-hmm. 50s in space themed. And so it, it felt right away like, oh, yeah, we're watching Outer Worlds. Yeah, that's really good. That's funny. Uh, now, did you catch the trailer for Avowed? Oh my gosh, I am hyped for Avowed. That was my yeah. one game that I wish I could have right away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the internet is a buzz about this, and it's it's just a launch title and like that. But it's coming from Obsidian, so everybody's excited about that. Um, it looked amazing, uh, big fat RPG. Um, I think if they keep well, yeah, it's like that Skyrim appeal, whatever mm-hmm. uh, RPG. I thought the trailer was beautiful, and I hope the you know when you see yourself carrying the sword at the end, or the yeah. player, whoever. I'm hoping that's the art of the gameplay. Like I'm hoping that's Agreed. how beautiful it looks. I don't want to see this uh, kind of like super detailed, grainy Skyrim look. Yeah, I really like how clean this one was. So I'm pretty excited for it too. It looks really neat. It looks beautiful, but obviously I can't really think hand. much. Yeah, I really. Yeah, the magic looks beautiful when he's yeah. doing that thing with his left hand. Um, so I'm, there's not much to say about it because that's all we got, really. Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping it keeps that beauty to it in a world like Skyrim. It had the uh, the biggest hype uh, overall. Oh. Yeah, I mean, uh, for the first, for other than like Halo and Fable, right? 
it had to be highest hype for like these new titles. Uh, we had Psychonauts 2. Uh, people who are big Psychonauts 1 fans are excited that it's coming out. I think the trailer was a really bad trailer. It did not show enough of the actual gameplay of the platforming. It went for the psychedelic kind of thing more than anything else. Uh, but if you're a new player, that's not really showing you what the game does. So um, pretty lackluster trailer. Destiny 2 coming to Game Pass. Oh, you know, Excellent. Quick, though, on the, the Psycho, though. I mean, it's creating this uh, really pretty world, but it, you never know when a game can, uh, a adventure game like that could be a big hit with uh, Jack and Daxter and um, Range of the Zoo, you know? And this like, will I got be a big hit. There's no so, doubt. Psychonauts yeah. 1 is legendary. It's one of the uh, biggest hits uh, of its time. You know what I'm saying? Like, it has loyal fans that have been begging for this game for a long time. There's no doubt Psychonauts 2 will be a very, very good game. I just, I'm complaining that the trailer sucked. Because it didn't yeah. show the platforming very well. Like, it showed one time where he froze time and was able to use that to jump off. But it's like, show more of that. That's huge. Um, yeah. And, and, yeah, I just think it kind of missed the, the the ball on that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Destiny 2 is joining Game Pass. This is awesome. Uh, you guys should already be Game Pass subscribers. It's already just the best deal in gaming. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, we're getting Beyond Light announced as well. But when you get Destiny 2 on Game Pass, you're also getting all the expansions for free included. I think this is going to finally bring me back to Destiny 2. I think I need to get in there. I think I need to play some. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be cross-platform like all the other versions. And uh, Bungie is just doing things right. What do you guys think about this? Oh, I, I, I text Squeaks right away. I'm like, yeah. I'm back into Destiny. I was yeah. like, oh, oh. As soon as they said, oh, it's Game Pass. Um, everything's included. Oh, I'm back on Destiny. Yeah, what do you yeah think? I think this was one of the smartest moves that Xbox can have. Because I remember back in the day when Destiny 1 came out, it was more like, okay, PlayStation's going to get the extra stuff. But now that Xbox kind of took that mantle and say, oh, okay, we're going to get everything free for you for Game Pass, and we're giving you the new expansion, that's huge, I think, for Xbox. Like That's definitely a win, for sure. Yeah, yeah and we need more and more of this stuff like that. Uh, there's another game. It's not on the list that we put here, but uh, Crossfire X. And they, they released this game, and I'm like, this thing? People don't know it yet, but this is going to be huge. Uh, it's what it reminds me of is, you know how like Call of Duty keeps coming out with these games and then it's like, oh yeah, this is a new game. Hopefully you guys like it. But then they'll like re-release Modern Warfare 2 again. And that sells like crazy. And it's because people want those campaigns and stuff like that. So I think Xbox is like, we see that you guys are crazy for the Modern Warfare stuff and not so much about Black Ops, who cares anymore. Um, and, and they made their own game that, is basically just campaign that's what it is this new crossfire x is just campaign and it looks like it's the they even said in the thing it's like it's a cinematic single player mode so it's exactly like those old call of duties where you're like oh the ship is sinking we need to get off the ship and it's these big beautiful set pieces that i'm running through i i think this thing has the potential to be a huge new exclusive for xbox this yeah. is one of my most anticipated. This fucking trailer was badass. Oh, like, really? Crossfire yeah. looks amazing to me. Um, not that it's just not like the crazy combat that we're going to get. That's super fun. But mm-hmm. you can even tell um, the story should be badass. Also with the, the relationships of other characters. When, you're, uh, when other people are talking, it looks like there actually is this. Um, uh, I could, you could be experiencing a loss in the game and I actually care about it. Yeah. Um, so I think character development is going to be pretty awesome between just the side characters. I think some of the technology in it that we saw that's kind of futuristic that also gave me this interesting Metal Gear Solid feel because you do get some weird ass things happening there. Um, uh, with whatever they, I can't even think of the big robot. Yeah, Daniel would. Yeah, and there's like whatever. a suit too that looks like it might be a powerful suit. Yeah. 
So I'm super excited for Crossfire. I thought it was really like because Crossfire X is the single player is done by Remedy as well, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that looked really good. Um, I, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully that becomes a new staple of Xbox. All right, uh, and then kind of the ba- the last one we really got to make sure to mention is the surprise kind of announcement of Fable. Uh, it's very early on. We basically just got a title card with a little little quick cinematic sequence beforehand. Uh, but I'm excited, and it looks like it's a full on reboot of the franchise, which is what it needed because Fable Three was terrible and Fable Two was okay, but Fable One was so legendary that it's carried the name on. Um, I'm 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 hyped for this. What do you guys think about Fable? What can we see from a new generation of it? Uh, I'm really I'm looking forward to Fable. Uh, actually, playing. I decided it was like, oh man, I saw the trailer. I was like, uh, so I started playing uh, Fable Anniversary last night again. Nice. I was like, oh man. So I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I know it's probably at least two three years away yeah my guess i agree i agree i think we're gonna actually see some real footage at next year's e3 yeah yeah um the heads up yeah fable is actually at the anniversary this is on sale 75 percent off on steam for eight eight bucks so i'm definitely gonna pick Ooh, that up pick right that now up. good call um see i know a lot of people didn't like fable 3 but that's when i uh started getting into fable oh, okay. um i wasn't i didn't really know much about fable until joey that's on here sometimes uh, was talking to me about it. I'm like, all right, well, I'll give it a try. Shoot, I freaking love Fable Three, and maybe because yeah, probably you didn't play. Two, you know, <laughs> right? Yeah, Three wasn't very good to me, to be honest. Well, then that's good because then if I go back to playing number one, then at least it, I can only get higher expectations from that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it should just be better uh, for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm excited for it, but yeah, with the teaser trailer, is this Microsoft saying like, oh fuck, we need something right now to kind of hype up this uh conference mm-hmm. like do we just tell the people are they actually making on making a fable game or is it yeah. hey we really want to and we just started but um uh, can you at least put a trailer together for this um so yeah like you said it's not a semi surprise because of the little things that were coming out with uh twitter yeah uh but yeah i i agree with sam this is gonna be a while before it releases for yeah. sure i'm excited for it um fable one fantastic game and it was actually the first time i fell in love with rpgs i think uh mm. i'm excited for you to try it out if you haven't tried it out yet it's, it's really sure. good it, it might not be able to capture the same thing as fable one because now of, of, of us being experienced players but it was just groundbreaking at the time it was uh, you know, unreal uh it was there anything else announced during the xbox event you guys want to make sure to give a shout out to that you thought was pretty interesting uh i really liked the gunk i believe it was called yeah gunk yeah that looked really good and then I'm drawing a blank on the name, but it looked like you are pretty much uh, the shooter where it looks like Transformers, like you're going to be a Transformer robot. I don't remember that at all. With the, with, yeah, with the sword, he had that sword. What, uh, oh my gosh, I can't even find it. Let me see. Did you fall asleep and dream some cool game? No, 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 no. Okay, well, let's make oh, it right now. I need, a, I need a Transformers game in my life, another one. Let me see, what is it called? You'll have to come back to me. Okay, so I do. Okay. Well, two things that I'm um uh ever wild ever wild yeah by rare uh by rare for sure. So that's already a plus because of obviously oh, our yeah, love good. for uh, Sea of Thieves. Mm-hmm. Uh, the artwork's beautiful and I love the animals in it, but it's still like okay, well, what's the point of it? Um, so that one I'm keeping an eye on, and also I'm not huge in a Forza, but what I like how this Forza is doing is that it's kind of like team based. So it's um not team based, but like 
your four A team, so you kind of have right. that crew with you. So I kind of like that NASCAR Formula One feel. Um, yeah. So if they do that instead of me just racing on the streets here and there, that'd be neat. I've only played fours of four because they never really fully grabbed my attention that much. But if they could put me on a track, uh, I mean, I don't know if they do some pit stops or something, that'd be kind of neat. Um, yeah. yeah, those are my two little quick shout outs that we didn't talk about. Oh, you know why? I got it confused with the um, the pre-show. Did you guys watch the pre-show? That's probably why. That's been... uh, the one with Jeff Keeley he... or however you say his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. called uh, Exo Mecca. Exo Mexa Mecca, something like okay. that. Exo Mecca. Oh, you guys! If you guys didn't see that trailer, oh man, you need to go watch it. I'll have to check it out. I didn't see much of the pre-show. Yeah. Okay. Nope. The one that was announced in the pre-show that I do want to mention is Dragon Quest. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Dragon Quest. Um, it's uh, X1S or 11S. Uh, Echoes of elusive of an Elusive Age. Uh, it's the Definitive Edition. It looks amazing. I need to play one of these. One of our uh, uh, stream partners uh, has been ex- uh, streaming Dragon Quest and has been really enjoying it. It's like 400 hours of gameplay, some insane number. Uh, I need to get around to playing it. It does look really good. Moving on to Comic-Con, uh, it's just Squeaks and I now. So we have a ton of panels. Have you been catching any of these panels for the Comic-Con at home? I've got too much panels, but I'm catching all the trailers that are being released. I feel like there's... Is there a lot, really? Like, um, I haven't really seen any like, exciting news besides uh, some X-Men, some Bill and Ted. Um, yeah, not great uh, news. It, this just does is not the same. Obviously, it's not with the whole COVID thing, but... It just doesn't feel like it's the same amount of hype, the same amount of excitement coming out our way. way. Yeah totally a downer this year uh has there okay so let's let's go with this then have you watched any of the panels no no okay no. i've watched uh, the star trek uh one for uh, picard and stuff like that and um but they just they don't they don't have my attention like a normal panel does and i don't know why i don't know what's missing out of this maybe it's just all the cheering and stuff like that that really drives me forward it's kind of like with sports uh it's really weird that that you know it's they're trying their best it's just not pulling me in like it used to i don't know what it is oh for sure and i follow i mean you as well we follow so much uh uh pop culture media stuff yeah and it, literally my stuff is just silent yeah it's not anything going on really it's kind of sad really i thought i thought this week's episode was going to be so full of stuff because we had the xbox event and yeah. comic-con i was ready to start typing up articles throwing up on the website it has been so boring. Well, I mean, I've also been very busy, but it's been so boring that it's just like, it's not worth even typing up this thing, you know, a full article about Simon Pegg's new series. You know, it's just like, eh, it's okay. <laughs> uh, stuff like that. But but let's go ahead and talk about some of the big things that we did get. Uh, we have the new Bill and Ted trailer. What did you think about the Bill and Ted trailer? I thought, I'm not that excited to see it, to be okay, honest. Okay, okay. Um, it looks uh, mediocre. Um, it doesn't, I wasn't really laughing. I think I laughed at like, giggle that one part but to me it's not really that funny um it's kind of hard to see that these two grown-ass men are still you know acting the same yeah you know because they're so much older now so it's weird to see uh from when the original first movie was to how many years later and they're still exactly the same person which okay a lot of movies do that but still at the same time are we going to see any maturity or difference between them are they just two dumbass people that got married still and then have like these dumbass kids right i assume they still oh. will be for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i feel like there's really no 
Uh, it's it's just medium for me, 50-50, really. The original movies, do you remember them being very funny? I don't remember them being like a big laugh. I thought they were just fun adventures, not necessarily funny. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember really laughing that much. Not like a Dumb and Dumber. Right, yeah. Dumb and Dumber anything, is, yeah. is, is written... And, and timing timed <laughs> to be just jokes, jokes, jokes. And, you know, you shit your pants by yeah. the end because it's so funny. But Bill and Ted, I always thought was just a fun romp. And then I'm like enjoying them. And these guys are a little bit you know funny here and there, but not necessarily a big thing. Um, yep. And I got that vibe from this this trailer as well, that they're bringing back this fun story. Um, and it feels like there are basically two different movies in one. We have Bill and Ted trying to correct the past. And then we have uh, their daughters are going out and doing basically, they're redoing number one. They're trying to create this perfect band by picking like these musicians from history to create a perfect band. Which feels like the first Bill and Ted where they're going around trying to put together their, what was it, science project or history project or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a school project. Yeah. 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 So uh, for those, I, I would highly suggest watching Bill and Ted 1 and 2 and uh, kind of re-familiarizing yourself with the franchise and, and their humor because I don't know how their humor will age. Um, it, I, I enjoy it. But, you know, it's, it's like a very super stereotype of California. And we're both from California. And it's nothing like that over here. <laughs> I've never really met somebody that that <laughs> Californian. Um, but it's fun. It, it, they're fun movies is what it boils down to. They're bringing back yeah. the Grim Reaper. And he's awesome. Same actor and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. So that'd be pretty cool. All right. We had uh, a trailer for the boys. It's kind of basically a, a, a little snippet of the actual first uh, season two. What did you think of that? Did you catch that at all? Yeah, um, I thought it was. I thought it was decent. I mean, yeah. it's kind of everything was expected. There was really nothing new in the trailer that um, shooketh me. Yeah, um, we're kind of seeing what we ex- thought, at least what I thought would mm-hmm. happen. Um, yeah, did you see anything that was? I thought it was okay. I felt. I don't think it's as good yeah. as some of the other ones we've seen, where they were like, "Oh, there's a new member joining." the team and yeah. that was one of the first earlier ones we got and then there's the one where uh we saw directly afterwards where um homelander's like trying to become a dad uh and like mm-hmm. raise his kid that's gonna be a lot of fun to watch and see what happens yeah. there yeah it looks good uh we do know that season three it already has been renewed for season three which shows that amazon believes in the show enough to to grant them their third yeah. season um and i don't think they're i don't know how far it's gonna go i don't think the comic books go very far but we'll have to check i think the comic books are kind of a shallow thing uh yeah. we'll have to see we got a new mutant i mean it's clip. a good sign yeah go ahead uh it's a good sign that they renewed for uh season three already but it'd be nice to kind of know what season two um has for us you know i mean we haven't even got the, been able to watch that yet yeah yeah so just the execs have seen it um yeah just going off of season one though i'm kind of glad to hear that there's a season three because i mean i enjoyed season one quite I did, a bit I did different too. uh new take for sure yeah. on the superhero genre so it's good writing i think good news yeah yeah uh what do you think about the new mutants clip that we got I enjoyed it, yeah, and I've kind of enjoyed it, New Mutants, from the very beginning. Because when I first saw, it, you're like, "Dude, this is some crazy ass horror movie," right? And I like how they're still continuing with that because it's like a whole freak out scene where the dad's grabbing the girl and running out of that trailer they're in, yeah, or house they're in, whatever they're in. Um, and it looks scary the whole time. And then when she wakes up, you see that little kid in the vent. You're like, "Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> it could be like a little monster, right?" If it was yeah. a horror movie. So as long as it keeps it that way, I'm excited for it. Um, but it's. It's neat that we saw a trailer for this uh, New Mutants to kind of give us like, okay, something's still going on with it. Because I feel like we've been in a standstill for so long with this uh, uh, movie. So a little nervous of what, like, when's it coming out? Come on now. Yeah, 
I I'm so tired of waiting for this game for this this thing. I I, I just honestly I, I have lost all interest in this. Uh, I want I want it to release. I want to watch it, but I think it just needs to be on Disney Plus and be done, and and then that way they can just move on from it because. They were talking about, I was seeing the thing where they were talking about like, oh, these were the planned sequels to it and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't want to hear nothing about planned sequels that were supposed to come out oh, or anything man. like that. Yeah. This movie was shot and done with over a year ago. Just release it. Like, yeah. Uh, we, we live in a new world now. And it's like, same thing with Black Widow and Mulan. I want those already out. I don't care. If you guys lose some, just try to get your money back. Right now, we need entertainment like crazy. Um, which I know you guys are all listening to Geek Freaks podcast to fill your time, and I really think that's a good move. That was a smart move on your guys' part. But um, we also want to watch Black Widow, and uh, we could make a cool watching party out of it and stuff like that. Like, there's there's all kinds of hype you could build around a, a, a surprise release like that. Do that. Let's get it out there. Mulan is getting like the longer you guys wait on Mulan, the more political backlash you're receiving because of the actors voicing their opinions. Just get that thing out there so that people can enjoy it before it gets ruined. Um, just. You're taking too long on these things. They can't sit on the back burner this long. It's just I don't know, man. I'm getting frustrated. Well, that's you. that's the thing. What you said too, like release it. Like uh, you said, like even if you make your money back, I think they would make way more money because we have an example of trolls too, and what Universal yeah. did, and how much more money they made. Release that. Have a section on Disney Plus where you release it and to rent it 24 hours, like 20 bucks, because that's still like I've argued this before. Because like you said, this is a new world. Yeah, uh, it's a lot cheaper for me and the wife to rent a movie for 20 bucks and go to the movie theaters at the same time we can have those parties we can get together at somebody's i mean i know we're with the COVID or whatever and how we feel about it but you can get together with uh, friends and family and have a fun at a living room you know put that shit on your big screen you know yeah and then kind of um, you can keep social distance at each other's houses or do a watch party watch parties are really big right now too whatever. that's always cool um, um yeah i'm actually debating I about like setting up a drive-in theater in my backyard because i'm just like I want to do something. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, me and Squeaks were talking, or no, me and Dana were talking about that. Like, uh, if we, maybe by John's birthday, we could set up a big thing because I'm finishing up the backyard right now. We could set up a mm-hmm. TV screen back there or something like that. Be kind of fun. But I feel like this can make tons of money. Yeah. Still by doing that. I'd be so I'd be just happy. release that bitch. Have a section on Disney Plus where it's like, here's the movies that we wanted to release. And here, twenty dollars. To totally, it. I would pay. Like we were talking about Fine. this last week with yeah. Daniel and Jonathan. Like, what would the release schedule need to look like if movie movies were to start coming out? And uh, they were both convinced that like twenty bucks, but then you own the movie. And I said I would pay up to forty dollars for like Black Widow to be able to actually um, watch it because because me it's like it would be the same price of me seeing it in the theater, you know, with popcorn, and then buying it on Blu-ray. Like I'm down for that. I'm down to pay forty bucks for me to own and watch it right now. To own, fine, 40, 40 bucks. Okay, cool. That's whatever. But you don't need to be like 20 bucks and then you own it. That's way too fucking cheap. That's a I loss agree. of money. Totally agree. I like, should have been here last week. <laughs> because you're willing, yeah, you're willing to pay movie tickets and then buy the movie later. Like, no, nah, and uh, $20, that's way too yeah, cheap. Yeah, I uh, think 40 is perfect. I'm, and you know what? And even if they do, do a thing where you don't own it, I'm still 100% okay to pay $20 to watch it just like if I was in a movie theater. Yeah. Now I'm in the comfort of my couch with popcorn. And then I have access to it for like two days and then it's done. Like a regular. Totally. Yeah. And then 40 bucks if I could own it, then that's, a, that's I mean, that's badass too. I'd now, be down. If you could do something like yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. So that was our take on the New Mutants clip. And then <laughs> we got a new trailer for His Dark Materials. Not much New Mutants, kind of like <laughs> of what the whole movie has been. Uh, His Dark Material 2 Season 2 trailer. Uh, it was released, but it was also announced that it's being delayed. Did you get a chance to watch the first se- season of this, His Dark Material? 
No, actually, I have not. Really good. Uh, I, I've always, you know, I'm, I'm the kind of guy that I liked the Golden Compass, the old, the movie that came out that everybody hated. Uh, I haven't had a chance to read the books, is why I liked the movie. Um, the series I hear actually does le- uh, jump off the book right away too, but it was good, and I really liked the main actress. I can't remember her name, but she is from Logan. She's the girl from Logan, and she's a little badass little in this girl? too. What's that? The little girl. Yeah. Okay. And and she's she's a badass in this as well. Uh, so season two is coming out. It's got Lin Manuel Miranda. It's got just a killer st- uh, cast. It's one of the best casts on TV. Uh, so I'm excited for season two. But unfortunately, it is also being delayed because of the reshoots. They have to wait on those. Um, we have a new series that was revealed that looks. I just it looks so funny. I cannot wait for this. It's got Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. They're back again. These are the guys from Shaun of the Dead, from Hot Fuzz, from. Uh, the end of the world and stuff like that. Uh, this is called Truth Seekers, and it's a story about ghost hunters. I think what it is is Nick Frost is a ghost hunter, and like it looks almost like Simon Pegg actually knows about ghosts. And um, Nick Frost is out there like <laughs> doing one of those like ghost hunter YouTube channels, which are these very terrible YouTube channels that try to mimic the already very terrible ghost hunter shows. Nick Frost is running one of these and, but there are actual ghosts out now and he keeps doing stupid stuff that are like, I can hear it, but I can't hear it. And there's like actually ghost haunting people. So it looks like a lot of fun. Uh, what do you think about these guys getting back together, man? Oh man. A long time coming. Yeah. <laughs> right. Totally. Shoot. These two, uh, cause even if the stuff is not like super hilarious, it, it, they just work so well together. They do, and it's like with um, to see him separate um, because I watched a sick note, and it's with um, oh god, the bigger one I can't think of his which one, Nick, right? Nick, Nick Frost, yeah. Okay, uh, Nick, and he's I love him no matter what he does. Same, but then when you have that combo, it's like that puzzle pieces together. Yeah, so it's either funny, but then like story wise, they just I'm entertained by them no matter what they do. Totally. And agree. this ghost one looks hilarious. Yeah. Like one, I, I used to watch those ghost shows all the time. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, okay, who who knows if it was even something real or not. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, man, I'm super excited for this one. And this is going to be a lot of fun. I it's think a this series might too, be which their is best great, thing. So we get more of yeah. it. I'm hoping this is their best thing. I think it will be their best thing. It has the potential. The it has the potential. I, so you like Shaun of the Dead is their best. I think Hot Fuzz is their uh, best. Uh, let me watch Hot Fuzz again. Hot Fuzz to me is yeah. is so rewatchable. I love that movie. Really? Shaun of the Dead's fantastic, I'll, I'll check it but out. yeah, I love Hot Fuzz. Uh, okay, we also got the announcement of Star Trek Prodigy coming to Nickelodeon. It was just the logo reveal, but basically this is a new Nickelodeon show um, that sounds like it'll probably be following the Academy, uh, going through Starfleet Academy. Uh, I'm excited for this man. More Star Trek. Always more Star Trek. That's fantastic. Yeah. And uh, yeah. we're in the heyday of Star Trek again, man. I never would have if you told me. Five years ago, that yeah, Star Trek's coming back and it's going to be big. I wouldn't have believed you because there was nothing on air. And all of a sudden, now we have Discovery and uh, New World and stuff like that Picard. all coming. Yeah, Picard, yeah. Uh, I, I like this idea of getting kids into it because that's kind of the next generation welcoming them in. We have Lower Decks, which is also animated, but it's going to have that adult animation. This will straight up be for kids just in a Star Trek world. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm down to have different types of genres in star trek right yeah um kind of like how star wars where they even have like kid books to adult books totally uh to the movies so we have like the kids shows the adult shows um you know so if you could just expand the star trek world i would love it because i am a newer star trek fan mm-hmm. and i fell in love with the movies so i good. love those movies um so and then i started watching discovery and i still haven't finished picard um 
Picard, yeah. really Picard is kind of more of a nostalgia things. one. Like it, it really, I don't think it's as good as I think it is normally, but because of mm-hmm. next gen and Voyager, I liked it more. And I think for new Vo- new Star Trek fans, I don't think it's as good as like discovery. I think discovery is really okay. good. And a lot of people need to be watching it. Uh, I like discovery a lot as well. Yeah. And uh, a new world. I think it's called the new world or what is it called? A new adventure. Ah, shit, I can't remember the name. But that thing is going to take off. That's going to be straight up an old school Star Trek they're making new with uh, with just a whole new cast. It looks really good. Oh, badass. Okay. Yeah. okay. And this is only possible because of the merger between CBS and Viacom. They re-merged after, you know, they merged back in the day, but they re-merged. And uh, CBS has access to all, well, CBS access, all access has uh, the Star Treks on it. And now with Viacom owns Nickelodeon, they're able to make this deal happen and bring bring it home. All right, uh, that's pretty much it from Comic-Con. There's still more to come before we finish this recording. We will put out articles for everything that was announced that's you know fancy and cool. Uh, so check out our website, guys. Totally redesigned. It looks all fancy now. I- I've heard rumors that it's better than IGN. Somebody said it's better than comicbook.com. <laughs> I don't say these things. I just said I've heard the rumors. You know, it's out there. You know, whatever. It happens. Uh, <laughs> it's It's great stuff. Okay, so uh, some other news that we have. Disney delays Star Wars and Avatar 2 and also removes Mulan from the slate, which is huge news right there. Uh, This is just some more delays. I know we're kind of like, more delays, more delays. It just happens. But we have a couple more now. The Star Wars, the entire trilogy has been moved back. Uh, And then, because I think they're at the point now where they're starting to kind of get into casting. So uh, that that takes actually seeing people. And... Uh, for Mulan, it'd be removed from the slate. That means that they're changing. They're not even like saying it's delayed anymore. Now they're just saying it's like, it's not part of our lineup anymore. What do you think that means? Do you think that means they're just going to come out with it on series on a, on a Disney plus? Or do you think they're just like, um, we're not going to say delayed anymore. We're just going to put it out whenever we're able to. I, I think, I think it'll just be they're They're tired of like, maybe like putting dates and saying delayed, delayed, delayed. I think we're yeah. just doing indefinite. So they can stop coming out with the, with those words. Yeah. And I will just get it when, I mean, life becomes normal. Okay. Or the new normal. So probably mid because you know? last week we talked about how there's a report about it mid, being mid 2021. Yeah. So yeah, um, probably be around there. It'll just like, oh, hey guys, the launch so, coming out next week. Kind of like that. It's so ridiculous to wait that long. And we just went on that ramp for the Disney Plus. Like have a section, have people pay right, for right, it, make right. your money that way. Yeah. Um, totally agree. Yeah. It sucks to hear to see it that way because we are probably looking at a mid 2021. Yeah. It seems so far away. Got it. But we just got to stay safe, everybody. That's yeah. That's why we got to get a room. I hate that behind me is like an extent, expensive studio that we put together with these really nice mics. <laughs> and a big, I was literally dusting the mixer off this morning. And I was like, this is so sad because this thing was amazing. Yeah. And yet now we're like, I'm on a Yeti here on the PC and you're using your headphones. <laughs> Help us yeah. out on Audible, guys. We're gonna be we're gonna be setting up studios at each of the houses because until COVID's done. I know uh, those who listened last week know that we definitely need echo <laughs> reduction for Jonathan because it was like he was in the middle of a cave in Ohio. Oh, he's <laughs> now, yeah, like, he's in that new house. Yeah, so. it's the new house. He has nothing on the walls yet. He just put up his Tuvok yeah, exactly. poster. And I was like, the Tuvok poster looks great. It does nothing for our echo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Universal. We 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 talked before about Tom Cruise is making a film in space now. Universal Pictures is reportedly joining and negotiating uh, what it takes to do the filming. They're projecting the the budget to be around two hundred million dollars. It's going to be re- uh, directed by Doug Lamont. He did Mr. and Mrs. Smith and Edge of Tomorrow, Tom Cruise movie itself. Uh, the movie still doesn't have a script. They're just totally going off the base of like we want to do this in space. Uh, 
what do you think, man? Are you excited for this movie? I, it seems kind of like a waste of money to me. But um, yeah, to record a movie um, in space. I feel, yeah, I feel like you're not going to get that much picture in space. Because, okay, what do we talk about? How are we doing the camera? Is there a crew? Is the director going out there with you? Um, how so, many yeah. scenes are you going to have in space? Um, do I think it's badass and a hurrah for like, you know, movies actually being yeah. where they are you know we complain how many times about green screens and yeah and you're like yeah. all right well fuck it we'll just go to space and do it then um so i think it'd be really neat to see but i don't think you're gonna make a whole movie in space because what what are you gonna do i guess we don't know the script or the story but can you really make a full movie in space yeah let me type this out and it's gonna be i got this feeling where we're gonna see a lot here and then we'll film to launch and stuff like that and i don't know i guess you're living on space i don't know whatever you're gonna do yeah and uh i don't think we're gonna get a full movie i think it'll be snippets i think you're right i think it's gonna Portions. be i think they're planning on filming the whole thing in space but then they're gonna get home to the point where like yeah but that doesn't make a good movie it might be like gravity yeah. or something like that but we'll have to see or it might be like the shaky cam thing where it feels like uh blair witch project yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah I just love how America this is. Is this this kind of makes me proud? Like, you know what I'm saying? Who was it that just sent yeah. up Saudi Arabia or something like that? Just sent up a, a science vessel, and we're like, "Well, what about movies?" I can just we have the we have a hotel we're putting in space that we recently talked about. Well, about six months ago we talked about on the podcast, and now we're filming a movie space, and it's just like, hell yeah, baby! <laughs> it just feels and, like us. And who and who else be like? fucking tom cruise yeah let's get tom cruise up there <laughs> uh, that's well, hilarious. somebody needs to be a captain of this spaceship let's get tom hanks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dude have him just oh, fucking man. come out in his top gun uniform oh my all god white yeah. looking spiffy as shit <laughs> oh my god <laughs> we have space force maybe the next season of space force will actually be in space uh oh man <laughs> we, i don't oh, know god. if we mentioned it on this thing but Netflix now owns the rights to the name Space Force. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Oh, the future is so it's weird. A, it's so, yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> and, yeah. I'm surprised yeah. that they're not going to film more with Stagecraft. Now, have you heard about this before? Stagecraft, it was used on The Witcher and on um, Mandalorian. It was famously used on Mandalorian. This new, no, new what, what is this? Oh, what dude. Green screen's the way of the past, man. We're all moving to Stagecraft now. you got to watch the videos of them using this thing. So what it is is... They basically wrap a giant. I lose focus. Whenever, anyways, they basically lose, uh, wrap the entire stage with a big LCD monitor, and have that thing portraying the background of say, um, whatever the Mandalorian's planet he's on. And then they're filming it, and then when the camera tilts, the background's able to tilt correctly too to make it make sense. And it, you cannot tell the difference. The lighting is so like one problem with the green screen is when like Captain America, I was watching a video that was using Captain America as an example. When they're filming Captain America uh, on stage on a green screen, you still get like the shine of the green screen back. So there's like a green tint on the shield. They have to fix that in post. But here, if you have like the desert behind you, that's projected with LCD screens, then on the shiny armor of the Mandalorian, you actually see the desert lighting on it. It's so amazing. Please watch okay. that video guys. Uh, look up Stagecraft, especially with the Mandalorian, how they filmed it. That's the future of filming. And I would like to see a space film done that way because it's just amazing. It's more expensive setup, but once it's set up, it's way cheaper in the long run to film this way. And all of The Witcher was you, done that way too. Yeah. You really remind me of like Universal already having somewhat of this technology. If you go on the Universal tram, uh, I'm speaking for Hollywood or even, yeah, even uh, Orlando, mm -hmm. uh, They you're, you go in this uh, building and they have a 360 uh screen all around you yeah so if they could just 
plop that screen wherever you're at. Your whole environment's there. Yeah. I mean, you don't need green screens. And you obviously, for actors, they probably love because they have something to interact with as well. It, it's big um, for that. They yeah, can visually true. see it. Yeah. Like, uh, they can go reference to a mountain. The mountain is there. And exactly. Like and then, yeah. Oh, man. That's one of the That's things they mentioned, too, context. is like the director can actually see things happening. So he's like, you know what? Let's move that mountain a little bit. It doesn't quite work from the shot I want. And mm-hmm. so they'll change the mountain because it's all in, instead of like in post being like having to fix everything with post and adding a background in post and making that sure that works. No, you can do it on set. And so the actor has something to reference. It's it's the future it's of, of filming. It's really, really neat. Uh, all right. So let's go ahead. We're going to talk about two more things gaming wise. Uh, Ubisoft says they won't raise the next gen. Uh, game prices for the beginning anyways uh they're still gonna be sitting around 60 bucks this is in contrast to 2k uh who's putting out their basketball and baseball game uh saying that they're going to be at the new price point of 70 dollars uh for the ps playstation and windows version and then the the switch version and google stadia version will remain at 60 bucks what do you think about the future of games going up ten dollars so it's kind of scary one because Ubisoft did kind of confirm like yeah games will be raising to seventy dollars yeah um um so that's like ugh that shocked me a little bit <laughs> um so we uh, obviously we're all gonna have about paying sixty dollars now but with the seventy dollar mark you're I I even brought this up multiple times we are getting so close to a hundred dollars a game right right yeah and it's like holy shit how much content can you give me for almost hundred dollars a video game. And sometimes I get I can complain because there's so much content. I just don't have uh, the time anymore to yeah. play an Assassin's Creed Odyssey every single time I put it a game disc in. Yeah. Um, but man, I can't imagine myself almost playing a hundred dollars for a video game. Like uh, obviously, then you know I'm not. It's gonna be very selective of which ones I get day one, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna be waiting on sales most of the time. And even at that sales, you got to think like if a $60 game goes to $30, well, now it's going to be $40 because they're probably still just going to do the average. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, so they're going to make it to the Even at thing. that, it's not even going to be, you know, that much of a sell. Um, yeah. So I can't, I, I mean, I'm assuming everybody's going to kind of think the way I think where we're just going to wait for these sales to happen, summer sales or whatever. Well, you know, nowadays we are waiting for sales more and more. I mean, that's just yeah. because we, we fill the library up, we play what we can and we, you know, whatever yeah. we can. I actually think this is a good move um, because it's been so long since games went up in price, but yet the cost of making the game has gone up way more. Uh, when you look at the cost of living and production time and the budget on these things, all that has gone up, but the price of the game hasn't. That's why we've seen the increase in microtransactions and DLCs post uh, game release. So, I'm happy with the games going up $10 because I think that's only fair if you guys cool it on the microtransactions because the microtransactions job is to make up the difference so that we don't have to buy the game up front. But if you guys come out with a plan where like say, okay, yeah, Ubisoft, you're not, you, say Ubisoft increases the next uh, uh, Far Cry uh, at $70, fine, but I better not see any sort of guns I can buy or uh, anything like that. I don't want any of that or else keep that game at $40 and add microtransactions. It's got to be one or the other. You know what I'm saying? Because. Well, then what's your idea of microtransactions for cosmetics? I'm fine with that. that. I'm fine with that. But that still takes developer time. And I'm spending X amount of money for your developer's time. That's how this whole thing used to work. And I want it to continue to work that way. If you guys are going to end up putting money in on uh, developer time to create cosmetics, then you better decrease how much time it took to make the launch game because the developer was distracted. You know what I'm saying? If 100% of the developer's time went into the game, I will, I'm willing to spend more money for that developer's time. But 
So you know, okay. it, you just gotta you gotta find that balance. And I and I I know we've made the transition into microtransaction to support the rest of the development cost. That's fine with me. But if you're gonna increase the price, then we need to go back on something we've already been doing with the microtransactions a little bit, in my opinion. So then I'm gonna throw out Overwatch for example. You're okay with 100 if Overwatch two is seventy dollars with all the Overwatch uh, one was not the full price of another game though. Overwatch one came out at forty dollars. Didn't come out at did sixty. It really? Yeah, it, it did not come out at a full price game. Uh, now that I'm saying that, I want to double check, but I'm almost positive yeah. it came out at like forty bucks. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I just do some quick googling. Uh, I mean, if that's if that's correct, then yeah, I'm totally fine. And plus, even at the end of the day, with its Overwatch, then I mean, I'm gonna pay seventy bucks and buy all those costumes, so nothing's stopping me there. Yeah, um, and, and they're gonna see that and just go with it. Yeah, it did release edition launched at forty dollars. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I'm down with that. that. That's perfect. I'm totally down to buying your microtransactions because Overwatch, they got their money back. They definitely, I definitely spent over the, you know, oh, it was $2 yeah. for a box when I'm bored. Yeah. All right. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for sure. For sure. I, uh, you added my money total. I bought multiple versions of Overwatch. Yeah. <laughs> or multiple uh, copies. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just, man, it's like $70 though for a game, you know, it's getting there. I know the price, cost of living and like what you're saying. I mean, if everything's going up, then it just selected, like, do I want to eat dinner or do I want to well, play the new Well, you got to look at it this way, though. Basketball. You got to look at it this way. Your <laughs> eggs have gone up, your milk has gone up, your gasoline's gone yeah. up. It's only fair that your game goes up, too. Um, my thing is, is it already has because of microtransactions. So we have to get rid of microtransactions and increase the price of the game. I'm totally cool with that. I'd love to get back to the day where I go to the GameStop, I spend $60 on my game, and then my game is it. That's it. That's everything that's in the game. It's right there, and I'm going to play that game. Instead, I feel like yeah. I go to, you know, whatever, buy the $60 game, and then I'm like, I'll get the season pass too. I hate that I'm spending $20 on a season pass for content that I don't even know if it's going to be good or not. And a lot of times it's yeah. not, you know. It's just yeah. a, a little laser dot for my Call of Duty gun. That's just silly. I mean, your your point's dead on if they get rid of some of the microtransactions because uh, that are non-really cosmetic. Yeah. Um, but I don't see that happening. I still feel like the microtransactions are going to happen on top of the $70. We'll have to see, like, yeah. That makes tons of money, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you're right. We'll have to see. Yeah. It, it, um, it comes down to the consumers being responsible. If consumers voice their opinion, which they have in the past and it has made changes, if the consumers voice their opinions and say, we will not buy any microtransactions if you guys increase the price of the game, then we'll see. That's that's the only way this works because you know EA. EA's watching this all. If they could come out with a game for $10 more and continue to do their insane loot boxes that they're doing that are just beyond anybody else, they will do it. EA is one of the greediest companies out there uh, in the gaming industry. There's just no doubt. So uh, yeah. we'll have to see. It's going to be real interesting. I, I'm almost okay with it. I'm almost okay with it. We'll have to see. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's. Well, I mean, but then sometimes though, real quick, though, you're saying the cost of living and all this eggs, whatever, but then not everyone's salary is going up at the same time. You know? They should. You're right. They totally should be going up. And that's why they're having the, I think it's called Gamers Unite. They're trying to unionize all game developers right now, which is a whole other thing. We oh, okay. should do a special on that, like what that means and what their goals are and stuff like that. That might be an interesting, yeah, okay. interesting yeah. part to talk about. Um, that's been going on for like two years now. <laughs> Still working on it. Mm. Um, okay. So we're going to end things off with a kind of a fun story here. Like we did that last week too. I thought it was pretty interesting, but anyways, so there's this teen and he's a dumbass. <laughs> he spent <laughs> 200 or $20,000 of his mom's money on Twitch and Fortnite. So yeah. he got the card, he got the credit card, right? He pl- plugged it in 
and he's donating and he's subbing to all these different streamers and he's buying a bunch of V-Bucks. This is what happens if my nephew ever gets any kind of cash in his pocket. He just goes mm-hmm. right to V-Bucks and I'm just like, why, why, why? Um, <laughs> see, they don't need to spend, they don't need to charge more for Fortnite. They got plenty of money from V-Bucks. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so he spends almost $20,000 in donations to various streamers. Uh, now the mom's trying to recover the money, but it, so here's the problem. She went to Amazon. Amazon owns Twitch. Amazon says, you got to talk to Twitch. We're not going to handle this. Twitch is straight up not responding to her, which is so crazy. Yeah. Uh, so she's trying to go to the internet to try to like get some more attention from Twitch to try to respond to her just so she could try to get some of her money back. Um, she understands it's her fault. She totally takes the blame. Like I should have paid more attention to my kid, uh, but she's just trying to get some of the money back. Cause she says, this is our life savings and it's gone now. Um, the kid says, I don't know what age he was, but he's considered a teenager. So he probably is somewhat smart enough to understand what's going on here. But he says, I didn't understand how much money I was giving away at the time. Uh, for 20000 you were donating like crazy. Uh, yeah. You should have come by the Geek Freaks podcast stream and uh, we could have talked. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, she's even gone out to speak some of the, to some of the streamers, but we don't know what the response was. She actually reached out to a couple of them uh, and some of the biggest streamers out there, too, and uh, Fortnite streamers. What do you think about this? Do you think Twitch has got to give some of that money back? Or is it just like, hey, um, it's money spent? Hell no. Okay. Yeah. The teenager messed up. Yeah. Okay, one. Uh, I don't see. I don't know how the $20 or how fast the $20,000 were spent. But if it was over time, how are you not as a mother seeing like, oh, $1,000 missing? It was in 16 5, days he spent 10, it 16 days you don't realize yeah. you're missing this much money? Yeah. That's insane. I check. I mean, I check my money very often. Same. So for you not to even see when you got to the point of ten thousand dollars missing, yeah, how how? Um, I don't feel bad um, for Twitch not contacting you. Really, I mean, you could just say like, "Hey, sorry, you lost it." Yeah, in a way, if you want. But I mean, I mean, cool. Okay, you're you're taking responsibility for your actions, whatever. But as a streamer yourself, you're not gonna want to. That's how you make the living. You're not gonna want to give that money back, and that's that's on you. And that's yeah, that's. You know, whatever. So honestly, I, I feel no remorse. I actually for, I mean, 100% you agree with your, you. Yeah. She messed yeah. up. If the kid went to Amazon and ordered a bunch of, you know, skateboards. Yeah. I've seen the skateboard budget. Skateboards. Then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, then you know what? You're not going to get a bunch of, you're not going to return all those skateboards if it's over the return date. There's certain limitations to things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You go to Home Depot yeah. and you buy a bunch of lumber. Guess what? You own a bunch of lumber now. It's just how it is. Yeah. And <laughs> okay. pay attention to your kid. It really sucks. And yeah. I really feel bad for her uh, because, uh, you know, $20,000 is a big hit. But think, yeah, think of it as us. If uh, if someone donated $1,000 to us, you're like, mm, we're going to give that $1,000 back. Nah, I mean, you I probably, the I probably would myself, but that I totally I don't blame them back. for not doing it. It's your <laughs> livelihood. You, yeah. the guy, still earns some, you know, some of that money. Yeah. Um, just beat the hell out of that kid. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, because you're saying in the span of 16 days, I don't understand how in 16 days you don't see a few thousand dollars missing here and there. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> maybe maybe because so it's coming from someone like me where i check my bank account often so i, well, I check yeah i check mine all the time too and especially yeah. that much i don't know i kind of think like if you have twenty thousand sitting in the bank and you're not checking it often that's i don't know it just seems kind of crazy that you wouldn't be checking that all the time yeah i i freak out it's like okay where the hundred dollars went you know yeah yeah <laughs> you're gonna tell me you didn't notice 20 grand <laughs> stay, uh, stay off uh, stay off amazon sarah <laughs> oh yeah. man that that kid Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's doing chores for the rest of his life. There's no doubt. Yeah. 
Oh, man. All right. Uh, yeah. Let's finish things off with that. We have three new reviews. Let's go ahead and go over those real quick, guys. If you guys want to hit us up on reviews on pod, on the on the Apple podcast, or I swear English is my first language. I promise. <laughs> we'll read them on the podcast. We also put them out on Instagram. I truly appreciate them. Thank you, guys. So we have one from Unborn Virus. Cool name. Bad timing. Uh, it's Attention Video <laughs> Gamers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh these are all five stars uh, of course we appreciate the five stars uh tune in for the pop culture talk then stick around and listen to these guys talk about their passions for video games if you are looking for a pod that talks about everything outside the latest releases then look no further uh, you're going to be you're going to hear about the companies creators esports top gaming teams we have to do an esports but spend bits to done those it's just because oh, yeah, esports have been kind of dormant over the last month is why we haven't really been mm-hmm. mentioning it um top gaming teams and and so much more definitely subscribe if you love the all aspects of gaming that re- that kind of brings up a point that we need to kind of work on is we've become more of a gaming podcast than any of the other ones i want to start talking about comic books and stuff more we have the comic book yeah. club and stuff like that we just haven't gotten around to it because that's kind of an in-person thing um mm-hmm. but we'll talk about comics more i've been purposely going out to my local comic shop trying to support them and picking up new comics and uh Negan lives was really good. I'm gonna have to be. I'm gonna be picking up more. The new Walking Dead's really fun. Uh, I want to go with you one time to because I need a, a book and I need a book in my hand because we'll I've been mask up and go. And like, yeah, uh, next, well, I mean, you can go on a Wednesday with the new releases if you're down. If you, I don't yeah, know I'll if you take have a Wednesday to, off one day. Yeah. <laughs> take the Wednesday off to go to the comic book shop. <laughs> Responsible adult alert. Uh, <laughs> next one is from Craft Beer with a bunch of E's in there. Uh, great show. Nice. Enjoy this one. Easy to listen to, and it had great chemistry. I think that chemistry is between you and me. I'm not gonna lie. I think so. I think so. <laughs> I love your dog is tearing down that the fence. He is freaking out <laughs> right now. It's totally time for him to go to the bathroom. I guess he's like spazzing out. He has a Thanos and uh, a Thanos stuffed animal. He like that, yeah. in one day he took all the stuffing out of it. It's like that's fantastic. That was a twelve dollar Thanos. He was just yeah. <laughs> he was he still hurt. Yeah, by he him. went for the head. He took he did better than yeah. Thor could. Uh, <laughs> next one is from EC Caitlin. It says uh, it's titled "Great Great Geeks." Uh, this pod helps keep me on top of all the news in the geek world and provides me with a laugh. A great pod for all those geeks out there. We appreciate those review guys. That is awesome. Yeah, thank you. They just uh, totally make our day. Uh, hey, thanks for uh, the shout out there. Um, okay, so that's basically it for this week, guys. Uh, check us out next week. Hit us up on that Audible uh, list. So on the 15th of August, we're going to do a full review for uh, Shadows Rising by Madeline Rowe. If you guys go to audibletrial.com backslash geekfreaks, it's also in the description of this podcast. You guys can join us and help support the podcast and uh, get some soundproofing for uh, for the guys over there. And uh, yeah, it'd be really great. So you have the audibletrial.com. We also have Discord. I promised it last week, but now it's finally fixed. Discord is also in the link. Join us on Discord. If you have, if you see nobody in there, just hang out and visit and stuff like that. You can chat and voice your opinion on things like that. Join us over at Discord. Uh, it's a really fun place to hang out. And it's usually we're there every night. Usually we're there every night playing a game and, and just BSing. So uh, come hang out with us. But that's it for this week, guys. You guys have a wonderful weekend. And uh, we'll see you guys later. Bye. for joining us on the geek freaks podcast you can find us on twitter at geek freaks pod we're also on facebook instagram you can email us we have our patreon and a store all those links are in the description thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you guys next week